Welcome back to the Broncast, podcast all about the Ford Bronco. I'm your host, John Melton. I'm Donnie Whiteman. We are two Bronco enthusiasts who own Broncos, work on Broncos, and love talking about the Ford Bronco from generation one all the way through generation six. Our sponsor for this episode is Tom's Off-Road. Tom's Off-Road has every part that you need to fully restore your Bronco. In this episode, we're going to actually be talking about the Ford Bronco 2. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know. <laughs> we thought we'd never do it, but yep. there's actually a lot of content here. We also want to talk about uh, rising Bronco values. Yeah. It's just amazing what's going on in the market right now. Yeah, it, it really is. And, um, you know, jumping into this episode, we, a couple of weeks ago, um, it was the Barrett Jackson uh, Scottsdale auction. And that's one of the, one of the, you know, many auctions that happened throughout the year. And uh, it happened a couple of weeks ago. Barrett Jackson had their, their auction. And I just, uh, looking through all of the results, I was just like, what is happening? In the four by four classic four by four market, and he, not even really classics. I mean, it's like every four by four is just going for crazy numbers. Right, right. A restored four by four, whether it's a full size Chevy or a Ford. Yeah, seventies, eighties. Yes, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I think there was a power wagon, diesel power wagon that went for crazy numbers, but. Um, let's, we're, we're talking about Broncos obviously. So let's look at some of the results from the Scottsdale Barrett Jackson and, uh, and just kind of talk through some of those. Yeah. That, that event, actually the biggest one of the years in January, it's the first auction of the year. It's the first big auction. Uh, people have been, you know, restoring vehicles over the winter or the fall and that's kind of everyone's goal. Um, although there are auctions all throughout the year for Barrett Jackson, um, this is the big one and, I remember we had discussions with some other people back in Q4 and they were saying, yeah, Bronco values are starting to drop. And then this show hit and everybody was like, what the heck? (laughs) And they had, they had been starting to drop. Like you could see, you know, kind of throughout the year, it was starting to trend down. Um, And uh, the only, I think the only Bronco that wasn't trending down was the fourth or fifth generation uh, Ford Bronco, like that one was, was staying, holding pretty strong and not as, you know, strong as the, the uh, first gen, but still, um, yeah, I, I will say call out our buddies over at Max Slider. Um, man, they stole the show so many times over. There's two that I, I put on this list and, and if you're watching or listening to this and want to see what we're talking about, I'll put links to all these down in the description below so you can check them out, but it was pretty crazy. So Right off the bat, the first one that I wanted to talk about was the Max Slider four-door Bronco. I think it's called the Clydesdale, and it went for $434,000. That is amazing. It's unreal. Like, and this is, I mean, you guys have seen this. Like, Max Slider's had it for a little bit. Like, um, they had it at the uh, 2019 SEMA show. Um, I went and like did a walk around with it. Cause it's just, it's such a cool Bronco. Like they did a really good job. It has the, um, one door is normal, but I think the other door is that suicide door. Yeah, like, Suicide one, the latches are together in the yes, middle. Yes. Yeah. Super cool design with it, which 
suicide door makes a lot a lot of sense on a Bronco because it makes it easier to get into and um, got some, you know, I think it's the amp research steps and they did a coyote on there. And, you know, I mean, it, it has all the bells and whistles, but just a beautiful build. Like Max Lighter really did a good job with this, with this build. Wasn't there a two door also that went for big money? Yeah. Yeah. So the next one, uh, was a two door and I'm not sure a couple people know this shop. I'm not as familiar tray five customs. Um, built it. It's a 1970. Uh, they nicknamed it the Goose, um, and uh, the Goose was at the 2022 SEMA show, um, and this went for four hundred and twenty nine thousand dollars. This isn't that like the Max Slider one was a four door like that was super unique. This one doesn't feel as unique. I mean, I'm oh, gosh, there's so much good stuff on here. But it wasn't like, you know, there wasn't just that thing that really set it apart. It just went for so much stinking money. Like, I mean, I'm building. So, you know, my goal with my Bronco is to take it to Barrett Jackson or Meekum and sell it and to, to put it on the auction block and see how much it goes for. I couldn't imagine if mine went for half of that, you know, it'd just be it'd be nuts. Um, but, yeah, this also had the the Coyote um 10r80 and just so much so much stuff i think three and a half inch suspension from def uh the t-rex arms like it, it was a it's a oh it, it is it's called seafoam um the color that they oh, painted yeah. it was was the seafoam which wasn't that other bronco uh it was for seafoam that the studios oh, did right. build yes. yeah okay and, but it which, was a different color than this right yeah it was it was um I, I don't remember what the name of the green it was. It was more like a Caribbean blue type of... Kind of oh, an aqua. Aqua, aqua. Yeah. Aqua. yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, just, I mean, crazy, crazy stuff going at the auction at Barrett-Jackson. Well, there was a, uh, another one. Uh, Tom's Off-Road had a build. They had done a two-door, yeah. which was really beautiful, dark blue and yep. black. Had black rims with some blue in them. They were billet wheels and... yeah. Um, had a coyote and it had a Roush coyote with a supercharger on top. The twin screw blower essentially is what it is. Wow. And it would, those are really cool because you got two screws compressing air and forcing it. And it's a forced induction blower. And uh, it surprisingly, it only went for $220,000, but it was completely loaded with all of Tom's best stuff. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. The suspension. I mean, you, you name it. The interior. It had a black interior with... Yep blue diamond stitched uh top stitching is what they call that the dash the whole nine yards and uh it went for two hundred twenty thousand. i would have thought that would have gone for 260 or more yeah yeah that was a nice build um it's it was fun you know paying attention to all that and seeing you know my buddies at tom's because i go up there for the event and stuff and so seeing phil you know talk about it and matt talk about it you know they're like oh my gosh this bronco we built you know, just sold for 220000 Like, they were all pumped about it. So, yeah, very, very cool for sure. But I, what was interesting was it wasn't just the first gens that were stealing the show. Um, there were a ton of other generation Broncos there. But one of them that stood out to me, there was a 1979 that went for $126,000. This is a second generation Bronco restored very well 
like going for 126. Was that 000. the black one with the freewheeling stripes? Yes. The red to yellow. Yes. Oh, those are gorgeous. I know. And, and they did such a good job with it. I, I couldn't find on here who actually had built it, but man, I mean, has a coyote and they even put the freewheeling stripes on the block or oh. the, like on the what is that the intake of yeah. the coyote like stuff like that like little you know uh finishing touches that really made it stand out and look good um and so yeah whoever did this did a fantastic job with it but it's exciting seeing the other generations going for a lot and seeing those prices raise up there was another one. I don't have it on our list to talk about, but it was like, it was, I think it was a gen four, gen five that went for 80,000, you wow. know? So it's just like all the prices have begun to, to rise. Um, and hopefully they keep going, you know, hopefully the, the bottom doesn't drop out all of a sudden, you know, especially before I get one built, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's exciting to see and it, it's exciting to watch and, it's just fun, you know. It's fun to to watch. What's that saying? Uh, uh, tide ra- raises all boats. Or Rising something? tide raises all, all ships. All yeah, ships. yeah, yeah. Well, to see a full size Bronco go for one hundred twenty six, when you can buy a really nice one right now for twenty six thousand, but yeah. now it's going into that resto mod custom. Well, what can we do to it? And it, you know, it costs eighty grand to build a hundred thousand dollar truck. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And one of the last ones that, that I had on the list was, again, Max Lighter. They brought in one of their 2022 Bronco Raptors. Uh, and this thing has custom flares, custom, I mean, super custom uh, from Max Lighter. And obviously, it's the Raptor, so it's super cool. But it went for $275,000. How much over is <laughs> Sticker? That? Like 200? I mean, 200? Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> they only made so many of them though. Right. Yeah. So. I mean, it, it is, it's a rare, it's a rare one. And this has all of Max Lighter's, you know, it has their whole catalog on it. And Max Lighter did some really cool things with, I felt like the Raptor uh, has some ugly bits to it and some stuff that I'm like, Ooh, that's not really the most enjoyable to look at. Um, and so they kind of tweaked a lot of it and, uh, put some really nice, what looks like King ranch seats in it. Oh yeah. Um, and that's what I would want to do. If, if I had the new Bronco, I'd definitely be putting some finding a seat swap to, to put some nice leather seats in there and, and that kind of thing. But, well, yeah. those F one fifty axles are Raptor axles. Um, are so wide, but they've got to be at least eight inches wider. Yeah. They used to be six on the F100 or F150, and now they're plus the wheels. So, you know, they just put these giant flares on it, but now people are making body kits where it's more of a wide body with a standard flare, and it really helps. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But, yeah, um, a little uh, Barrett-Jackson info there. You know, the... I was listening to another podcast. The um, Roadster Shop guys have a podcast, and they had the owner on from Barrett Jackson, and they were just talking about what happened. You know, did you know this was going to happen? And he was like, "No, I kept pulling in these Bronco or the these four by fours that I thought would go in the sixty thousand range, and they were going for one twenty. You know, like he didn't see foresee this coming." 
because he's like, I always want to have vehicles that are on the low end for people, um, medium and then high end. Uh, and he was like, so I kept pulling in these, what I would have considered low end builds and they were going in the medium area, you know? And he was just like, it was, it was crazy. So very cool. Barrett Jackson, good for all of us Bronco owners. Cause it's like, you know, it's like when you own a house and the, you know, housing market goes up, like we own Broncos and the Bronco market keeps going up. So. Yeah. And people are always asking us, I'm sure you too. Why are they going for so much money? And we're like, yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> they're cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would always think like a, a Shelby Mustang would go for more. But Broncos are, I guess they're a sports car, a convertible, an off-road SUV, yeah. a resto mod. It's like everything you want it to be. Your tow vehicle. Yep, yep. I mean, you can do everything with it. Yeah. I've I've shared this with Donnie, but I have a um, uh, crystal ball of auctions. Um, it's not really a crystal ball, but it's, uh, I've made this document. Um, oh. uh, yeah. My auction spreadsheet. Auction spreadsheet. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and it's just, you know, I've been tracking what Broncos have been going for at the auctions, why they're going for that much, like trying to find those details that makes you go, Oh yeah. Like that's why this one is going for this. Um, because building one on my YouTube channel to sell at the auction, like I want to hit all those, all those things that I, that I'm finding. And, uh, I have to say this auction threw the whole spreadsheet out the window. I mean, it's just <laughs> like, now it's like, well, there's no consistency. You know, I was finding these little nuances of, you know, Broncos that were selling for this and had this and meant this and now it's like there's no consistency <laughs> well i haven't seen one go through with a, a godzilla yet but my plan is to have one there yeah at barrett jackson next year with a godzilla in it yep, yep. and uh we'll see but people haven't gone completely crazy on these engines yet i mean right. a coyote's you know not totally out there um but you know back in the day they were 460 fords with blowers and you just don't see that anymore but yeah um yeah that's going to be pretty awesome well, moving into our podcast today and moving into really the rest of what we're going to be talking about, what we're going to be doing this year, we have here a beautiful die-cast Bronco on display for a very special reason. Oh, what yeah. Are we doing? The room, we're going to do a giveaway. It'll be <laughs> our first giveaway of many. Yes. So from Tom's. And, and, you know, we've been teasing these giveaways for a while. And obviously, we have a very awesome sponsor, Tom's Off Road. And they were like, hey, can we give you guys a bunch of stuff to give away on your podcast? So, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <sure. laughs> Why not? Um, and really, like, it was just like that, you know, and they're just like, yeah, give them, you know, Show, show some love to your listeners. So we're going to do different styles of giveaways. Um, we've been doing the stickers for if you leave a review, and we're going to keep it if you leave a review. But later on, we'll we'll change it and we'll do different stuff with it. Um, but uh, And we're going to give, I mean, we're going to be giving some nice stuff away. Um, we don't have the list finalized yet. We're still talking through it. But I will say that I put the walnut seats uh, from Tom's Off-Road for the early Bronco on there. So 
if you want a set of seats, you need to be listening uh, because that will happen at some point this year. Um, and then there's like Gen 6 stuff too, new Bronco stuff. We are talking about doing some axles and some, I mean, cool stuff, sidesteps, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so. a bunch of upgraded, the Dana upgraded front axles for your Gen 6. And uh, we're going to get some really amazing giveaways. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is this is the first one right here. Um, it uh, is 118th scale. 118th scale. If you haven't heard yet, um, we're going to have Roaming Wolves on the podcast at some point, uh, Team Roaming Wolves. But these, these ladies, I almost said these guys, these ladies race their dad's Bronco in the Rebel Rally. Um, and uh, and this, is their, this is their Bronco sponsored by Tom's Off-Road. And what's cool about this is uh, we're still in February. So the last through February, they are donating, I think it's $10 to tread lightly for every one of these that is bought, even though we're giving one away, still go buy one. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so they're giving $10 away to every one of those that's bought on the, the Tom's Off-Road store. But super cool die cast. I mean, I think it's a, a really well done uh, car, if you're into collectibles, if you collect Bronco stuff, this needs to be one that you collect. Yeah, and the detail's amazing on it, but uh, they they have a 118th, some 143, they have 164, they have like 25 different die casts on their website. Wow. Uh, and these things go for like $100, so you got to register to win. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, I'm looking here on the tailgate, and I see Mr. Joe Bovey uh, back there <laughs> and some other guy. This must be the husband's, Joe Bovey's the husband of Shelly Bovey. He tattooed himself onto the yeah. rear of her truck. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, this thing's super cool. So what we're going to do, we're going to give this away, uh, and we're going to keep it the same as we've been doing. So how to enter you have to leave a review, take a screenshot of it, and email it to us at questions at thebroncast.com. Uh, we'll leave a, a link in the description as well so you can you can just click it instead of having to, or you can copy it instead of having to remember all that. But questions at thebroncast.com um, and, uh, and give us a screenshot of your review and you get a chance to win this super cool Roaming Wolves 118th scale Bronco. It comes with a roof too. Yeah, it does. Yeah, we yeah. have it somewhere. We've been playing with it. So <laughs> there's like fingerprints. We've been trying not to break it <laughs> <I know. laughs> at the same time. Yeah, I know. It's like don't, don't, don't play it too hard. Um, but yeah, so super cool. Um, definitely enter that to win, and uh, and you can win, have a chance to win this. We're going to be doing this giveaway for the next three podcast episodes, and then we will announce the winner. So you have until. Drum roll. Let's see. What do you have until you have until I think it's March 6th, Monday, March 6th, uh, to enter into the, the giveaway. So go on there, leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. If, if they leave us a bad review, are we still going to put it in the drawing? Mm. That's a question. I know, that's true. Well, I mean, they have to email me the bad review. So I'm <laughs> going right. to have your email if you... Uh, oh, that's true. Yeah. And if you have a bunch of fake email addresses and you want more chances to win, then go for it. <laughs> good, we want good reviews, yeah, though. Yeah, good reviews, good reviews. Uh, yeah, for sure. And remember, if you just want to go buy one of these, um, Tom's is donating $10 to tread lightly in the month of February. So 
um, definitely go go get one of those. And I think it's a limited production. They're yeah. they're doing a lot of limited production die casts. So yep, yep, some cool ones coming up. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to talk about those. Well, uh, moving through our podcast, I wanted to open it up for a little parts corner going into this episode. Um, I have I have a part that wanted to talk about. So on my Bronco, I've got the Bill Stein 5100 shocks that I got as a part of, funny enough, the Tom's Off-Road um, lift package, their two and a half inch lift package. And uh, I've loved those. They've been great. But I think it's um, uh, Tom's just had today, I think they just posted that they are going to start offering the 5160 Bill Stein shock. And um, now for a lot of you, this doesn't, um, doesn't really apply, but the, the difference between the 5100 and the 5160, the 5160, the one that they just came out with is actually a dual reservoir shock. So it dissipates heat, uh, better, you know, if you're going through whoops or, or just your, your shock is loading a lot, it dissipates the heat better, but it also gives you a longer travel uh, or a longer stroke length uh, with your shock. So you can actually get more travel out of the shock. So with, you know, with an early Bronco, I recommend doing a two and a half inch lift because at three and a half inch lift, uh, three and a half inches, that's when you start introducing, you know, harsher angles. You start introducing a lot more strain on the Bronco. You might need new drive shafts. You might need, you know, there's, there's things that you're going to have to upgrade with a three and a half inch lift, but a two and a half inch lift is perfect. But the issue is when you go off roading, you know, you, you don't get as much articulation as you want with a single reservoir shock. So them coming out with this dual reservoir shock is going to be super nice. They're, I love squishy shocks. They're squishy shocks. Um, and so really, really nice. I'm looking forward to, uh, one day putting those on. Maybe that's something I'll do before supercell is get those and put them on, uh, my Bronco before, uh, the super celebration. Let's do it. Yeah. It'd be cool. See that, see what the difference is. Yeah. yeah. They, and Bill Stein has other shocks coming out too. They have like a, a 100 series and there's some really yeah. great stuff coming down the pipe for, uh, gen six also. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, big reservoir shock. So, yeah, uh, I, I actually don't have a specific part today. Yeah. Um, but I do want to say that I buy a lot of parts for the shop. And what, what I've noticed is since January this year, um, so much of what has been on back order for the last 18 months. Uh, yeah, I'd say 18 months is now in stock. Uh, Thomas probably has 80, 90% of their inventory things that were back ordered. But I noticed that when I was buying steel to build the Broncos also, oh, yeah. I couldn't get doors. I could get one side. I couldn't get a windshield frame. I, you know, you couldn't get floor pan assemblies. And you know, I was getting like maybe 60% of a truck and then I'd have to go scour every website and manufacturer and or builders and try and talk them out of one stake bed post or something so i could <laughs> yeah. complete a truck it was it was made it really difficult and a, really not a great time to start a bronco body building company when yeah. parts were hard to get but now um 90 plus of parts are in stock like the new seats at one point you couldn't buy seats wow. i think everybody's waiting 10 months for a, a set of new front seats Wow. So, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, 
now it's it's really a lot easier to build a Bronco. All the all the ships have uh, docked that were waiting <laughs> waiting in the ocean. The parts were just sitting ago. out yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> well, nice a little parts corner action for you there. You know because we're all Bronco owners. We all love uh, being able to work on our Bronco, and we all love new parts. I mean, it's like Christmas morning when you get new parts. So um, that's why we do it. And again, you know, if, if you guys have something that you want us to talk about, if you have a part that you're like, hey, should I get this or that? Should I, you know, do this? What would it, you know, take to, to do this on my Bronco? Definitely shoot us an email, questions at thebroncast.com. We love, you know, we do this podcast for you guys. You know, that's the reason that we're, we're sitting here doing this is, is to give you some, uh, some fun info on your drive to work or uh, on your drive across country, whatever you're, wherever you're going. Um, and, uh, so yeah, definitely leave us, leave us some, shoot us an email questions at the broadcast.com. You ready to talk about Bronco twos? Oh man. <laughs> ready for the hate. So many people have sent pictures in of their Broncos for you, John. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, they, they in, enjoy the Sending me their Bronco two pictures. The hazing. The hazing. Yeah. <laughs> I think he kicked a hornet's nest. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten so much hate uh, or back from everything, and I love like posting little you know short video clips of of uh, my Bronco two hate. <laughs> um, there was a uh, you know I looked to see well, are there any famous Bronco twos and and there was actually one in a James Bond movie. Oh. And uh, yeah, he. Um, he actually steals it and he drives it like 25 miles an hour. <laughs> Low speed chase. <laughs> like he, it's like, he stole it. You got to go faster than that. Yeah. And then he gets out of it. And it's like, well, that was it. It was like this primer <laughs> red Bronco. And I'm like, well, that doesn't count. That's hilarious. That's awesome. He's like old, driving it like an old lady. Yeah. Well, probably he was probably you know, the director was probably like, don't drive it too fast. You'll roll over and die in the, <laughs> in the Bronco <Yeah>. too. <laughs> well, the Bronco too. All right, here we go. So let's, let's uh, take it back here because we're in uh, 1983, 1984. So the the third generation Bronco had come out in 1980 um, and was selling really well. But looking across the market, you had the K5 Blazer was out. You had uh, some of these big, big SUV vehicles that were, um, you know, out in the market and they were selling. And then all of a sudden, what happens in 1983, you've got Jeep releases. Hey, we're coming out with this new thing. We've got the Wrangler. Now we're going to have the Cherokee, the XJ. Uh, so they release the, the Jeep Cherokee. Then you have Chevy who they say, hey, we've got the K5 Blazer. Now we're going to do the S10 Blazer, which is based off the S10 truck. And then you have GMC who was in bed with Chevy. I mean, those were kind of, uh, you know, doing a lot together um, back in this time. And they come out with the S15 Jimmy. And so Ford has to respond, you know, it's like, and, and obviously there's leaked stuff going on here, but Ford has to respond. And so that's where the Bronco two really spawned from was, you know, the, the, 
uh, Cherokee launched 1983, Blazer launched in 1983. It's like, we've got to do something. And so this, the, the Ford Bronco two comes out and it, it fits right in line. Like when you line these, you know, four trucks up, they all look the same. You oh, know, the Montero, the Pathfinder. No, no, no. I the, mean, they just, oh. oh, no, I'm saying the Cherokee, the Blazer, the Jimmy and the Bronco two. Those four, I mean, you line them up and they're the same vehicle, you know, like really similar dimensions, really similar look, you know, and and they're meeting the same need in the market. Uh, The Cherokee had a two-door version and the the Blazer and the Jimmy were both two-door versions. Um, The Bronco was the smallest one, the Bronco two. Um, But yeah, I mean, Ford had to just compete in this market and this was, they were going after the younger hip you know, of the eighties, the hip, hip kids. Cause you got your dad who's driving the big Bronco, the third gen or fourth gen, you know, cause this went into the fourth gen. And so you had, you know, they're going after the young market. Well, it was, it was, uh, compared to the, I think the early Bronco, it was a little bit longer wheelbase, a couple inches maybe. And then, but it was four inches narrower. So really? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Um, and f- five inches longer. So the, not the body as well as the wheelbase. So, yeah. 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 The wheelbase on a first gen Bronco is 92 inches and on a Bronco two, it's 94 inches. So just two inches longer, um, than the, the first generation Bronco and really, okay. So I need to ask this question. Is the Bronco two a Bronco? <laughs> like, you know, that is the question of this. Like, is the Bronco two really a Bronco? It doesn't. It doesn't fit in the generations. It's outside of the Bronco generations, but it carries the name of Bronco. Now, I I was thinking about this, and you've got the Bronco Sport of today with the big Bronco, and like the Bronco Sport doesn't carry any similarities with the big Bronco. Like maybe electronics, they carry electronics and the name badge. But everything else is pretty much different. And as I looked through the specs on the Bronco 2, I was actually shocked with how much it actually compares to the big Bronco. Like how how similar it is, even down to the weight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah, how much smaller was it? It was like uh, 10 inches on smaller on the wheelbase, uh, 20 inches smaller in length. 10 inches smaller in width, five inches smaller in height, but yet almost the same weight as a Gen 3 Bronco. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. It's crazy. It's crazy. So let's go through some of these some of these specs. Let's uh let's talk about the engine horsepower and torque uh, uh, right off the bat. So you could get a 2.8 liter V6 coming out of the gate in 19 19- 84 when this uh when this came out and that had a whopping 115 horsepower and 150 torque then a few years later they came out with the 2.9 liter v6 which actually had those big bump in horsepower had 140 horsepower and 160 uh, pound feet of torque and then uh, i've i've yet to see one of these but they had a 2.3 liter four-cylinder turbo diesel Uh, It only had 86 horsepower and 134 feet of torque. And you think about that and you're like, oh, that's not bad. You know, like 
115 horsepower when it came out. Like, you know, that's not too bad, 150 torque. But this thing was so heavy. I mean, it's not moving, you know, like it is, this is, it's not, it's not a light, nimble vehicle like, like you would think it looks. Right. And the, the extra, so it's heavier than the earlier Bronco and then it's narrower, not a good combination. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of weight up on top. Yeah. Yeah. High center of gravity. The, that diesel engine was made by Mitsubishi. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so we talked about it, wheelbase 94 versus the first gen at 92. The weight, so obviously you can find different things, but from what we found, the Bronco 2 weighed 4,286 pounds, and the third gen Bronco weighed 4,343 pounds. So we're talking maybe not even 100 pounds difference between the big Gen 3 Bronco and the Bronco 2. Yeah, and they they took all that weight out of the the Gen 3, so it makes them so close in weight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. when it goes to Gen 4, Gen 5, in the second gen is a lot heavier. But, I mean, this thing was heavy. It was weak. Uh, did not have, didn't have any power to it. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was small. Even moving down to the four-wheel drive system, um, this had the same twin traction I-beam as the third gen Bronco. So, you know, it, again, I was talking about it shared a lot of similarities. It had the same twin traction I-beam up front, uh, Ford 9-inch in the rear. Um, and, you know, this just matched what the third and fourth generation Broncos were doing. It basically just, you shortened the drive, you know, drive shaft and, made it you know just jammed everything into such a small little compact thing but didn't get rid of any of the weight didn't get you know it's just like here let's just squish it all in i think it's funny imagine the interior is so much smaller uh, it's akin to like a dog kennel you know you have to you have to go outside to go to the bathroom they have to let you out or you have to get outside to change your mind yeah it's so much smaller than the other trucks i know i think about you know, I'm six foot getting in and out. I mean, my Bronco is super hard to get in and out of. And thinking about the Bronco too, like, I mean, that's, it's even, yeah, even smaller. Six foot guys could do it. Lots of the guys I know that own them are like six foot tall, but it's way easier for me. Yeah. <laughs> it was built for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, one of the features, obviously there's a lot of features that the Bronco two had through the years um, but we always tried to find, you know, when we went through the first gen Bronco and, and the different generations, we always tried to find those unique things. One of the unique things that I found uh, that was interesting on the Bronco 2 was the prototype and a few, I mean, I want to say they cha started changing this in the first year, um, but they actually had removable side windows. Oh yeah, I saw that. It was like on clamps, uh, kind of thing, and you like could pop them out and and remove the window. There is an ad I saw with the like U.S. volleyball team on the beach, and they they uh, ended up not ever making those windows in production. Oh um, really? Yeah, they just decided. You know, so in the volleyball ad, the guys are sitting on the quarter panel outside of the truck with just their legs inside, and there's nothing to hang on to on the roof, and they're like. Maybe this is a bad idea. Like we're telling people to go right around like on this way. And, uh, but they did sell like a roof rack, you know, yeah. like for a ski rack, maybe you held on to that. I don't know. Yeah. 
uh, a guy shared a YouTube video with me where he found a Bronco with the wow uh, the windows. Yeah, um, early, early. But yeah, I'm, I I picked up a magazine because I was like, I want to find out more about the Bronco, and so I picked up a magazine and actually talked about. Yeah, you were right. Um, it never went into production. The those windows. Suppo- but, supposedly they're out there though. Yeah, I've heard somebody else that found one. Yeah, yeah. So if you have a Bronco too with those crazy windows, it, let us know. To me, when the windows out, it gives it that like I've already rolled it over look and broke the windows <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, it's that's like, the feel. Ford's supposed to have a better idea, and they're like, maybe we shouldn't. You know. Yeah. Well, and that you know really uh, kind of moving into the uh, not so pretty of the Bronco too um, is the the rollovers like that's what really was the nail in the coffin for for this Uh, we'll get into production numbers because i think it's fascinating but really when you're talking about safety and reliability this bronco was not safe (laughs) you know and i think in total one of the it i have an estimate estimate it was estimated that 260 people had died in Bronco 2 rollover crashes just in the years that they were in production. Like 260. In one year, 1987, there were 43 Bronco 2 fatalities. Wow, in one year. In one year. I was I was reading something else about that, that um, before they, they like did this investigation and were comparing numbers, they compared it to other like-size similar SUVs, which would be like a, a CJ or whatever. And they found out that, yeah, a lot of people die in rollovers. Yeah. And they, they ended up not pursuing it. But Ford didn't like the bad press at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people definitely went after the Bronco too. Because, yeah, I think the Jeep, it was pretty similar numbers. Um, but, yeah, people would go go after the Bronco too a little bit, a little bit harder. <laughs> they, they had a vendetta out against the Bronco too. Yeah, talking about just angles and stuff like that, uh, on the Bronco 2, the departure angle was 24 degrees, and on a first-gen Bronco, for example, it was 28 degrees. Uh, the approach angle on the Bronco 2 was 29 degrees, and the approach angle on a first-gen Bronco was 40 degrees. Um, and uh, ground clearance, it was about 9 inches on the Bronco 2 and 11 inches on the first-gen Bronco. So just to kind of give you an idea, a lot of people compare the Bronco 2 with the first-gen Bronco. Um, and there it is. It's a very similar comparison, um, very similar uh, in in how it was kind of initially designed, but with those 80s styling cues. Well, it, it was really a Ford Ranger from the B pillars forward. Yeah. And uh, weren't they all made in Louisville? There's a Louisville plant that made all the Rangers. So, yeah. So Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how, I mean, that's how Ford did it, right? The F-150 that the Bronco came from the F-150. And so when you got the Ranger coming out, uh, the, the Bronco two came from the, the Ranger. I thought it was interesting that, that is it a Bronco? There were two generations of, the Bronco too. So that implies that it's maybe a uh, uh, stepbrother, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, a Bronco from another mother kind of thing. <laughs> so uh, anyway, it's uh, so to me, it's, it's, it's not really a Bronco. It, it is in its own product because they don't even squeeze it into the generational lineup. It no. has its own lineup. Yeah. 
Yeah. To what be, do you guys think? To be fair. Yeah. What do you guys think? <laughs> Leave it in the comments below. If you're watching this on YouTube, I would love to know, is the Bronco 2 a real Bronco and why? You know, just leave it in the comments below. But one of the things, okay, so one of the things that is still interesting, 1985, a year after the Bronco 2 comes out, we've got, we're still in the third generation of, of uh, big Broncos. We haven't hit the fourth gen yet in 1987. So we're still in, in third gen Bronco sales. The third generation Bronco that year, 1985, sold 54,000 Broncos. Like, that's an awesome number for Bronco sales. But the Bronco 2 sold 106,000 that year. Double. Wow. Double. Double. Like, you know, whether you love it or hate it, the Bronco 2 was hitting a market need that people wanted it. You know, like, people were buying this thing. I mean, I had a buddy who had one in high school. He, you know, we'd, we'd drive around in it all the time. Like, you know, it, like it hit a need and you would, you would go, okay, well, it's because of the price, right? It, it must be so much cheaper. It's more affordable. The Bronco Gen, Gen 3 Big Bronco was $12,700 in 1985. The Bronco 2, 11500 base base price. Oh, wow. So you've only got a $1,000 difference, and but yet you're selling twice as many of them. And they're all just rolling over. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just crazy, like, you know, how much... it's so heavy too. And then they have like two generations with it. And the second generation was what were we talking about this morning? It was more aerodynamic (laughs) (laughs) as if a Bronco was aerodynamic to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, by aerodynamic, they mean they rounded the edges of a brick. That's like, you know, you talk about this bag of chips is low or fat. They just gave you one less chip. Yeah. Like, like, oh, one less. There we go. It's low fat. Same price. (laughs) Yeah. It it is. It's definitely marketing at its finest. Total sales of the Bronco. You have a guess? The Bronco 2? Bronco 2. Yeah. Total Um, sales. uh, You know, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like the Mustang 2 and just blew the original one away yeah so so they made it let's let's be clear they made it five years so the first two years was their gen no 84 to 90 so six years yeah six years so there were two years of the first one and four of the second gen something like that okay yeah i forget all i don't know did they in in six years they broke two hundred thousand to six hundred and twenty seven thousand units i mean this thing just sold like 600 over 600,000 units. The Chevy Blazer to give a comparison only sold 250,000 units in that same 84 to 90 time period. You know how we'll know if it's a real Bronco what? is if it goes for big money. But <laughs> I was option. looking online and if there's any way I could have had this one here for $600 for you, I was going to have one sitting out front <laughs> for today's recording in uh I spent all my money on parts. Yeah. So you didn't get a Bronco. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I mean, it's crazy. Like, it, it really is. Like, so I what I should have figured out was how how many years it took the real, the big Bronco to get to 600,000. From generation one to, I mean, I guess you're into generation three to get to get up to 600,000. Yeah. 
200 first gen, 200 second gen, and then somewhere in third gen, you would have caught up with the Bronco too. So at, at a Mustang show, do they let the Mustang two people, do they put them in a separate group or do they get to hang out with all the other Mustangs, uh, the Mach 1s and the bosses and the Cobra it's Jets? True. Yeah, <laughs> man. There, a lot of people have talked about um, one of the common swaps to do is put a V8 in it and a solid front axle. And it makes a really good um, uh, wheeling, you know, wheeling rig. And, and I could see that. Um, but I would compare it more to like a Suzuki Samurai. Like I think that's, you know, that's probably more on par with, uh, with it. But yeah, I don't know. Let us know. What do you guys think? Um, is, is the Bronco a real Bronco? Uh, I love this. Time Magazine reported that the notorious Bucking Bronco 2 rollover lawsuits had cost the company approximately two point four billion dollars oh, in wow. damage settlements. Wow, that that's amazing. Like this was a this was a you know a death trap from the beginning, but yeah, just I mean, but I wonder how many first generation Bronco rollovers that we don't hear about. Uh, yeah, really, you don't hear about them. Yeah. They're restoring them now, though. Yeah. <laughs> They are. Just throw the body away. All you need is a vent anyway. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So there you go for all of you who needed some Bronco 2 information. Um, there's our there's our Bronco 2 episode. I, I feel like we just roasted the Bronco 2. <laughs> 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 Although I got to tell you, my favorite interior, they had this one that was called Scarlet Red. And the entire truck looks like uh, red licorice. Oh like my gosh. Everything is the same red. It's really neat. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, uh, another another episode in the books. Um, again, don't forget about the Roaming Wolves 118th Diecast Bronco giveaway that we're going to be doing. Definitely leave us a review. Take a screenshot of it. Screenshot it on your phone and send it to us at questions at thebroncast.com. If you've already left a review, it's great news. You you're already entered in, so you might win it, and not even and you got a sticker pack, and you might win the win the review. Do you remember who wrote a post-it note and said I entered and just stuck it on the screen and Rob, sent you a uh, yeah. picture of it? Yeah, Rob Matthews is like, I don't do Apple products. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you can leave a review anywhere. So he literally wrote it on a post-it note, put it on his computer, and took a picture of it with his phone he goes there you go and i was like all right that's good enough for i did me. it on my computer yeah <laughs> that was great so yep don't do that but leave us a funny review if you make us laugh you get bonus points uh, yeah. <laughs> well thank you guys so much for listening thank you for watching we'll see you next time thank you for listening to the broncast a podcast all about the ford bronco We'd like to thank this season's sponsor, Tom's Off-Road, for all your Gen 1 and Gen 6 Bronco parts. Our technical producer and audio editor is Josh Toller, a freelance podcast mixer, editor, and trumpet player extraordinaire right here in Nashville, Tennessee. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Find our video, podcasts, and other materials on our YouTube channel, Nashville Early Bronco. Thanks again for listening to the broadcast. We'll see you next week.